What's up, Bombshells? Welcome to Bombshell 1111 Podcast, Therapy for Women of Color. My name is Kia, and I'm your host. Generally, podcasts request donations, but I want you to show love by simply subscribing to my social media platforms by visiting my website at www.bombshell1111podcast.com. I want to see thousands of subscribers on this platform. Leave your comments, and I'll show love by shouting you out on my social media platforms, such as Instagram and Facebook. I want to thank you for your continued support as always. And with that being said, let's jump into this new episode. I'm Dr. Supatra Tovar, and I'm here to drop some bombs on the Bombshell 1111. Welcome back, you guys, to Bombshell 1111 Podcast. I'm Kia, and I'm your host. Tonight, we'll be talking about trauma with my special guest, well, my special returning guest, um, Dr. Tovar. So let's get right into it, Bombshells. Welcome back, Dr. Tovar. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. Uh, you're so more than welcome. I loved you, you know, right from the beginning at our on our first episode. And you you specialize in so many different areas. And I just wanted to kind of like break some down individually that I think that the audience um, just from feedback would be you know, like interested in. And, you know, I know you have some good knowledge and tools to um, share with us as well. Great. Great. So. Let's jump in. So for the people that missed our first episode, you guys go back and check that out as well. Um, but for those that didn't get to tune in that uh, on that episode, can you just give the audience a short bio, short description on who you are, what you do, and what, where you're from, Dr. Tavar? Absolutely. Uh, I am a one of the world's only clinical psychologists who's also a registered dietitian and fitness expert. And, uh, you know, I made it my mission to have as, um, you know, well-rounded education as possible to be able to treat people in a holistic way. And what I mean by holistic way is that I, I focus and concentrate on treating people, variety of, uh, you know, mental illnesses and physical ailments, but from a mental, uh, like a mind, body and spirit um, perspective. So I wanted to make sure that my education uh, reflected that. Um, I come from Colorado, and so the you know being um, a part of the health and wellness community has always been really important to me. And I know just from reading your bio as well, Dr. Tavar, you um, also specialize in holistic mind-body treatment. Can you explain it more and let us know exactly what that is? Right. So. I think having uh, the, the education of being a clinical psychologist, a registered dietitian and fitness expert means that I can treat somebody in a um, mind, body and spirit holistic manner, meaning the clinical psychologist in me is able to help uh, treat any kind of mental disorder that uh, you might be suffering from, um, as well as, you know, as a registered dietitian, I can look at somebody's diet, somebody's lifestyle, and be able to see how that's also affecting your mental health as well as your physical health. Um, and being a fitness expert, I can help guide somebody 
um, to a you know higher level of physical wellness with what I know from being a Pilates instructor. So I use all of those designations um, in, in my education to help somebody tr- you know be treated in a very individualized manner. So whatever they're coming to me for, I feel like I have the education and the training to be able to help them uh, in all of those areas of, of functioning. And Dr. Tavar, how has the how ha, um, excuse me how has holistic mind body treatment been proven to be effective as relating to treating trauma? Well, specifically uh, with trauma, it's um, really important that you are looking at all of the aspects of your mental health as well as your physical health because trauma, uh, in, you know, in and of itself, witnessing or or being subjected to a traumatic experience not only affects you mentally and cognitively. You know that uh, you know you've witnessed this, so your mind and your brain is housing the trauma, but the trauma is also housed in your body. And so being able to treat somebody, uh, you know, effectively in trauma requires you not only to help somebody process the trauma on a cognitive level, but you're also wanting to help them expel the trauma uh, that's being housed in their body and help them to learn how to regulate um, their stress response, most importantly, um, so that they can recover from the trauma on all levels. So Dr. Tavar, before we move forward um, with the rest of the questions for tonight's episode, for those individuals who don't understand or have a clear definition or clinical definition of trauma, can you explain exactly what trauma is? Absolutely. Um, Trauma is commonly defined as an emotional response to a very terrible uh, event like an accident or a rape or you know you uh, witness uh, the horrors of war or a natural disaster and most commonly after the event uh, your emotional responses tend to be shock and denial because what you've witnessed or you've uh, been subject to is so distressing that the mind often and the body often uh, you know shuts down it cannot handle the event. And so Dr. Tabar, what is the difference between um, PTSD and trauma? Is, is it similar or pretty much the same? Well, PTSD stands for post-traumatic stress disorder. So just like with that name, it's what happens after the trauma. And you, you know, as I said before, the most common response, emotional response to trauma is shock and denial. And the reason why PTSD uh, develops is because of that shock and denial. It's, you know, the term is uh, when somebody is avoiding the memory of the event, that's usually what will be the beginning and the start of post-traumatic stress disorder. And, you know, some of the um, kind of hallmark emotional and 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 cognitive responses uh that comes from ptsd are like unpredictable emotions uh flashbacks you can have strained relationships physical symptoms like headaches and nausea um and you have to kind of fall into a a set of um symptoms for you to be 
uh, clinically diagnosed with PTSD. So the trauma happens first, and because of the shock and the denial and the avoidance, PTSD comes later. And what you 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 kind of definitely went into my next question. Um, what are some signs or like reactions for an individual to recognize that someone is suffering from some form of trauma? Well, there's a, a few criteria that you have to fall into, and you have to have at least one of these uh, uh, symptoms in each of these categories. Uh, well, in, with the, the exception of uh, this other one, where you have to have two. But I'll go through them mm-hmm. so that you understand what kind of symptoms can come up. Usually, there's some kind of uh, intrusion symptom which can be like you know the memory coming into your mind unwanted or nightmares or flashbacks or some emotional distress or kind of physical reactivity to these traumatic reminders or what what are more commonly known as triggers so say you get into the car and you've had a horrible car accident the moment an, another car even kind of comes near you you might have this physical um you know freeze or your body's you know just completely tenses up because uh, you're you're kind of predicting another impact and that's based off of uh, the memory of your car crash the next is avoidance like i said and avoidance is really what keeps PTSD persisting and that's where you just really don't want to think about um you know the the event you don't want to feel the feelings so you shut down um and you avoid those memories the other the next one is negative alterations in cognitions and mood and so that that can be uh you know a, a completely forgetting about the uh, actual traumatic event like we kind of dissociated from it um, negative thoughts or feelings you can have a negative affect or the facial expression um, decreased interest in any kinds of activities you can experience isolation um, and 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 have overly kind of negative thoughts about yourself or the world Um, and finally, there's uh, in di- differentiation or alterations in your arousal and reactivity. So you can be really, really irritable or aggressive, or you can engage in super risky or destructive behavior. You can be hyper vigilant. Um, you can have like a, a heightened startle reaction. Um, you can have trouble concentrating, trouble sleeping. So those are the kind of Um, major symptoms that you would feel and you have to be feeling those um, and having those symptoms for about a month to be diagnosed with PTSD. However, you, there's also chronic PTSD, which is not an officially recognized disorder in um, the DSM. And that's, you know, but it's a common, uh, commonly accepted um, diagnosis among trauma you know, uh, practitioners. Um, and that's usually when you see somebody who's come from a really abusive childhood or has experienced long-term 
uh, abuse or witnessed, you know, traumatic events over long term, like someone who may have like grown up in Afghanistan and seen just, you know, horrific violence over you know, 20 year period of time. They are classified as having chronic PTSD, which is just, you know, just trauma after trauma um, and, and housing that and, and, and experiencing that both mentally and physically. What are some effective ways to deal with trauma? Um, well, there's a bunch of different types of evidence-based treatments. And one of the most common ones is exposure and response prevention. And so, like I said, one of the major things that keeps uh, trauma persisting uh, for a person is the avoidance of that trauma. And like the name exposure and response prevention um, indicates you are, you know, in, in a very safe and therapeutic environment um, facing your trauma. So you might be telling it in a story or you might be recalling your trauma and then you're, you know, the person who's trained to help and treat you is um, helping you assess, you know, what your distress level is in t- telling the story. And then they'll take you through uh, a series of kind of somatic relaxation or body relaxation exercises, helping you to seek and find safety um, in this safe space of therapy. And you'll go through that over a series and period of time until you're able to tell your traumatic story with very little or no distress at all. And you're able to calm yourself and regulate yourself. And what's happening in your in your mind is you're taking that traumatic experience from an emotionally reactive part of your brain, like it's housed and centered in, through your limbic system, more commonly through your amygdala, which makes you very, you know, emotionally reactive. And it takes it to a different part of your brain uh, where you don't have that same emotion tied. It just turns into a memory, an unpleasant memory, uh, but nothing that has, you know, caused you the same amount of stress and distress as it was before you processed through it. Now, you just covered treatments for trauma, and mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure the listening audience wants to know what the, the answer to the bigger question is, does trauma ever go away? I don't think your memory of the traumatic event will ever go away unless you're, you know, not treating, not being treated and you're, you've dissociated from it, meaning you kind of have divorced your mind from the traumatic event but even if you're experiencing dissociation it doesn't even necessarily go away it might pop out at times when you don't really expect it to so the best thing that you can do is face that trauma and when you do and you put it into that less emotionally reactive part of your brain you may you know down the line through time think about what happened to you but it's not as if you are reliving it in the same way but i don't think you can ever say oh i'm free necessarily from the trauma you can say i experienced this i got treatment for this and it no longer hampers and impedes my functioning in life 
that is a great segue into uh, into into my last question. Um, when a person starts to experience the trauma, what can they expect as it relates to improvement through treatment? Well, you know, if they if they've experienced trauma and they can find uh, help right away, that's the number one best thing that you can do. Um, like I said, the therapist will use um, some evidence-based treatment for trauma, such as exposure and response treatment. There's also trauma-focused CBT that's, or cognitive behavioral therapy, mm-hmm. most mm-hmm. commonly used with children. Yeah. Um, and there's also EMDR, uh, which is eye movement desensitization I forget the R part, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> basically, it's uh, basically it's an uh, it's it's an exposure type of um, of uh, treatment uh, where you are using kind of rapid eye movements to find where the trauma is essentially housed in the brain in order to release it and to have it be put into the less emotionally reactive part of the brain. I'm not uh, trained in that, obviously, if I can't even remember what the R stands for, Uh, (laughs) but I am trained in exposure and CBT. Um, Anyway, what what you would see after time uh, and and in any of those um, treatments is that your uh, subjective feelings of distress will tend to go down more and more with treatment. Um, and over time, you will basically, you know, remember that uh, event um, as just kind of another memory that you have, an unpleasant memory. Um, and then you'll be able to move forward in your life. And I've seen, you know, so many children to adults go through um, this kind of treatment with me and, and also, you know, read about it and, and studied so much about it that, you know, it, it, it is possible to, um, you know, go through something horrific, but come out the other side resilient and strong and capable, um, you know, after treatment. Dr. Tovar, is there anything you feel that I missed on the topic trauma that you'd like to share with the listening audience? Um, it's nothing that you missed, uh, but I do have, you know, kind of my, my go-to saying when it comes to treating trauma. And, you know, it, my, my go-to saying is the only way out is through. You have to go through the event. You have to, um, you know, be able to remember what happened to you for you to be able to move forward. Um, and if you can do that and bravely face what you went through and be vulnerable enough with a therapist, you can heal. It is absolutely possible. Um, and you know, you just want to find the person that can um, compassionately and empathetically guide you through something like that. And speaking of finding the right person, Dr. Tavar, how can a listening audience get connected to you if they want to seek out your therapy services? Absolutely. Um, I'm licensed in California. So uh, if you're in California, you can always contact me. I do have uh, a website. It's www.drsupatratovar.com. 
all one word. Uh, I'm sure you'll probably put that in your uh, little description below as well. Mm -hmm. On that, you can also find all of my social media. I'm very active on social media, um, you know, posting everyday reflections on what I'm learning from my clients and treatment or, um, you know, uh, I'm, I'm often a kind of a featured expert in articles and things like that. Uh, you can find all of that on my website or through my, my social media and just uh, keep up with um, what I am putting out there into the world. Thank you so much, Dr. Tavar. And thank you so much for coming on again and being a part of the podcast. Absolutely. I'm so glad. And, and I, <laughs> I love your podcast and I love coming on. So if you ever need me again, I'm here. Oh, you know, I'm going to reach back out once again. <laughs> we, we definitely have several topics that we can discuss because you're so knowledgeable. That's why oh, I love having you here. I love having you I here. Love I love it. Thank you so much, Kia. You're more than welcome. And so, you guys, that brings us to the end of this episode. Thanks again to my favorite guest, Dr. Tavar, for coming and joining us. We hope that you guys were able to hear something that, were been, that was beneficial to you. Thanks so much for listening. And always remember, you are a bomb within your own shell. Peace, love, and light, you guys. Until next time, good night. If you enjoyed this podcast, please make sure you subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted. Rate, review, and share this podcast with your family and friends. Thanks so much for listening, and I hope you're leaving with some valuable information that can help you on your personal journey. Also, check us out on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Bombshell1111 or at Bombshell1111 TV. You can also check out our mental health page, Your Health is Your Wealth, on Facebook, which is a page created to inform and support individuals with mental health and other health conditions. And with that being said, always remember, you guys, you are a bomb within your own shell. And until next time, peace, love, and light. <laughs>